got your life vest on, Joel? Life vest? Why would I need a life vest to listen to the kids' corner? Kim and Monica were going to go sailing with Mr. Jacobs, but things haven't worked out, and now they feel like they're marooned on a desert island. Okay, so why should I be wearing a life jacket for that? I don't know. It just looks cool. You are one weird kid, Travis. I know. Is that everything from the wreck? I think so. Do you know where we are? Besides marooned? On a tropical island? In the middle of nowhere? Not a clue! Hmm. Something tells me it's gonna be a long time before we get rescued, Kim. Yeah. Unless there's something in these boxes that might be helpful. You didn't look to see what was in them? You said grab everything! I didn't sort it! Okay, okay. You start over there and I'll look through these suitcases. Maybe there's a cell phone in here or something. Right. And that's gonna help us how? We can text for help. Do you think we'd have service out here? You never know. Right. Well, this box is all fishing equipment. It might come in handy? Yeah, no phones in here. Just clothes. Hey, here's something, Monica. A phone? Clothes. It's a radio. Turn it on. And that leads us to weather. Today's forecast for the Bermuda region is sunny all throughout the day with a 2% chance of precipitation. It works. That's great. Hello? Hello. This is Monica. Me and Kim are stuck on a desert island. Hello? And moving to the Syracuse region, we have total cloud cover throughout the foreseeable future. The rain coming down through the weekend and late into next month. I don't think this is the kind of radio you can send messages on, Monica. It was worth a shot. Hey, look! I found the radio's user guide. Maybe this will help us send a message. Hey, go for it. And that's all for weather. Remember to use lots of sunscreen and stay safe. Next up, the radio program you won't want to miss. Hey, this sounds good. Turn it up. Hello, girls. Hmm, you look a little glum this morning. Huh? Oh, hey, Miss Fiona. What you doing? Oh, just giving my flowers a bit of water before the sun starts beating down. How about yourselves? You look like you lost a game or something. Oh, we were just trying to figure out what we're going to do now. Now? We were going to ask Mr. Jacobs if we could go out on his boat today, but all the doors are locked and he doesn't answer when we knock or anything. Ah. Uh. Yeah, Monica even went around looking in the windows until I told her that that was creepy. It wasn't creepy. I was making sure he was all right. Making sure he... Oh, I see. Was Flynn there? I didn't see him. Did you, Kim? No. I didn't hear him either. Hmm. Well, I would have to say that if he wasn't answering the door, you didn't see him, nor did you have any sign that even his dog was there, it might be a good indication that he might not be at home. We had to be sure. Yeah! After all, it's Saturday. You'd think he'd at least have leave a note that he wasn't going to be around. I suppose it may have just slipped his mind. He did seem to be in a hurry when he dropped off the radio this morning. I guess. Wait, you knew Mr. Jacobs wasn't home this whole time? Why didn't you tell us? Well, you seem to have figured it out before you got here. Besides, I thought the fact that I have his radio here was enough of a clue that I knew something about the case. Oh yeah, the radio is here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I've been listening to it all morning. Can we listen to it now? That sounds like a fine idea. I think I got all the weeds out of this flower bed, Miss Fiona. A fine job, Monica. Thank you ever so much for your help. I do appreciate it, especially when you are planning for a much more relaxing morning. It's all right. We'll go out on Mr. Jacobs' boat some other time. Besides, 
When you got the radio to listen to, even garden work can be fun. I think so too. Is everything alright, Kimberly? Huh? Oh, I'm fine. I was just thinking. Yeah, I noticed. You've barely been any help at all. It's alright. Still disappointed that things didn't work out? No, I mean, yeah, but that's not what I was thinking about. Well, if you want to talk about it, I'd be glad to listen. Alright. Well, I was just thinking about how earlier today, when we knocked and called for Mr. Jacobs, and after all of that, it turned out he wasn't even there. Yeah, he must have looked pretty silly. I mean, I wasn't the one looking in through the windows. I said we, not just you. You were saying, Kimberly. Right. It got me thinking about, well, I'm not sure how to say it without sounding bad. Go ahead. Alright. Sometimes when I'm talking to God, you know, praying, sometimes it feels the same way, you know? Like, I pray and I pray, and it's like I don't get any answer. Kind of like today. It's like God's not there. Hmm. I know what you mean. You do? You do? Of course. It's hard sometimes when you're asking God about something, or to fix something, and you don't get a response. But doesn't God always answer prayer? Isn't that his thing? That's been the common understanding. But God's answers aren't always obvious. They aren't always immediate. Immediate? They don't always come as soon as you pray. God is all-knowing and wise. He gives his answers when he sees fit. And sometimes this means he doesn't give us the answers we ask for. Is all of this in the Bible? Most certainly. In the book of Job, we see God allowing some pretty terrible things to happen to Job. And Job begs God to tell him why. Job hadn't done anything wrong. He loved God. And yet these bad things happened. I think I'd want to know why, too, if I were him. Yeah, me too. Agreed. But God doesn't answer these questions. Instead, he tells Job that God is God of all things and Job isn't. Job doesn't understand half of the things God does, and yet God takes care of them, with or without Job's understanding. He tells Job that he needs to trust him to do the right thing, even if it's hard to understand, because God holds everything together. He doesn't need to explain. He's the one in charge, and all things will work together for the good of those who love him. Wait, that's not from Job. That's a verse in Romans, I think? Very good. Chapter 8, verse 28. It's almost as if God is still telling us the same message throughout the Bible. Trust him. Wow, this is a lot to think about. Well, while you're thinking about stuff, can I listen to the radio? Yeah, go ahead. You still look pretty thoughtful over there, Kim. Is everything alright? I guess. I'm still thinking about how Job didn't get the answer he asked for. I mean, I know God told him other stuff, which is really, really cool, but I thought the Bible says in places that if you ask for something, you'll get it. You know, ask and you shall receive? Hmm. Yes. That does seem to contradict, doesn't it? Contra, huh? Contradict. It means go against or not agree with what we were talking about. But in the verse you just mentioned, and others like it, John 16:24, Isaiah 65:24, and etc., God is telling us that he will provide for our needs, and if we ask for those things, he will give it to us. But the Bible goes on to say that sometimes there are things that get in the way of this. Getting in the way of God giving us what we need? What could stop God from doing anything? I wouldn't exactly say it like that, Monica. But one thing that God tells us in verses like James 4:3 and 1 Peter 3:12 is that when we ask God for things for the wrong reason, or don't care about God and His commandments, He's not going to give us what we ask for. So, if we don't get what we ask for, that means we're doing the wrong thing and we need to ask for forgiveness? It can mean that, but not always. 
Sometimes the things we want are good things, but God has an even better plan in mind. We can ask Him all we want, and it's not wrong to do so. But in the end, we need to realize that God is God, and He gets to decide what to do. All we need to do at that point is trust Him because He knows better than us. Do you have examples from the Bible? I do. When Jesus was about to be arrested and eventually killed, He knew what was going to happen, and He asked God to please use a different way to save the world. He wanted to save the world, but dying on a cross didn't sound like a good time. But Jesus finished his prayer by saying that he would do whatever God said, because what God wants is more important than what we want. Wow, I didn't realize that Jesus didn't want to die. No, but he loved God and us so much that he did anyway, giving up what he wanted to obey God and save the world. Now that is a lot to think about. So if I'm understanding you right, we need to pray. God is there and he will listen. And he says he will give us everything we need and ask for. But on the other hand, if we're asking for something to make us better than other people, or if we live for ourselves and not God, he might just not listen. On the other hand, even if we were perfect like Jesus was, God might still have a different plan than what we're thinking. And it's always best to trust him because he knows best. Sounds like a perfect summary to me. Yeah, well, speaking of summer, this has been great in all, Miss Fiona. But it's getting hot, and I think I'm going to go see if the other kids want to have a water fight or something. Yeah, thanks for explaining things to me. My pleasure, girls. Have fun! Bye! (sighs) Well, Fiona, it's high time we head inside for some tea. Best turn off the radio first, though.